Hello and welcome to the England B Team podcast, a football podcast brought to you by an Englishman who wasn't good enough to make it as a professional footballer. And an Irishman who wasn't good enough to play for England. Yes, we're back. <laughs> my <laughs> name's Joe and this is my co-host Gareth and we're here to talk about all things football once again. I'm so impressed we remembered that. Yeah. First take, genuine first take, first take, take. by the way. Yeah. yeah. Season two, we're back. And do you know what else would be exciting? So they got that in first take. They'll have seen our lovely new intro video. True. And got our, not new, no, we're not doing new intro music, but we've got a lovely new yeah. logo and rebrand which we've barely seen yet but, but we've seen it a bit but by the time this podcast goes out we'll have the finished product looking at yeah. i mean i've got the finished products on my laptop so on that quickly i do want to say thank out. you yeah i do yep. want to say thank you to the guy that did it it's a friend of mine gareth gra um you could find his instagram page gareth gra gra for gra or gra.me you can we get his portfolio the, on there. Uh, youtube Put it in the bio, yeah. as well, yeah. we'll ask the editing team to put it in the bio for us <laughs> we'll get on to them so he's responsible for a gorgeous new logo that lovely animation at the start as well and you'll probably see a few of those things a few more of his things popping up over our socials and stuff like that and hopefully some merch at some point now yeah. they've got a really sexy logo i think it's time to get some merch we've got some things in the in the pipeline let's say yeah. the old logo was all right but like i did it so it's a wee bit rough so now we've got a pro it's, win it's what, it? new year change it up new year new us Exactly. New Year, new podcast. Who does resolutions and all of that? So yeah, yeah happy to be back. Mm-hmm. It's been a while, man. It has, yeah, yeah. A lot of football going on at the minute as well. Yep. I feel like it suited well because we had our German Bundesliga pause mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. So we took a bit of a break, of and then we were back to watching the Bundesliga last mm-hmm. Saturday. Yeah. Well, yeah. This podcast will go out. Ah, it doesn't matter. But we just but watched it was the first uh, Leverkusen home game. Yeah. After, in New Year. Yes, Gladbach. Yeah. Not the best result, but not a disastrous either. There's a dominant performance, but no goal. Yeah, no so goal. No, no. no but it's good to be back. Yeah, anyway. football's back, and we're away this weekend. The Fortuna Cologne, and just football's back. So we're going to have a podcast. And Chelsea now. are hitting some form. So yeah, well, well we're up to eighth now, I think. I know. Actually, to be fair, when you look at the league position and where we are in comparison, like in Newcastle or Brighton, yeah, we're doing all right. The cup, cup final, final, I'm dreading. Dreading. Yeah. I hate cup finals against Liverpool. Yeah, I fucking hate them. I hate I, we plop, cannot do top news, but yeah, well, we pumped up. But. We'll comment on Chelsea another time because yes. uh, today, so we yeah, we were sort of thinking of different ideas for the podcast, what topics to cover. I have a note in my phone that is like <laughs> three hundred word man. Every time I have a few drinks in me, I'm putting something else in. But this this is one of those it's ones that came. This is a very pub conversation. I think we've I had think this so, conversation yeah. a few times. Yeah. This is definitely something close to your heart. No, I think both of our hearts yeah. at this point. Like we live in Germany, so you get to know a lot about German football. But the more you go into German football, there's one common theme with every era, every team, every national team is an insane German goalkeeper. They say you don't have to be mad to be a goalkeeper, <laughs> but it helps. Yeah, that was, oh, fuck. <laughs> that was great. I have a very different quote. Do you know, actually do you know what my quote is for the top of this episode? What is it? <laughs> it's from the singer Bjork. You know the Icelandic singer Bjork? Yeah. You the, might know of her. The woman? Yeah. yeah she has a song with Rosalia. That's right, yeah. yeah. Bjork's been going for it. She's an amazing yeah. musician. She had, yeah, she said, football is a fertility festival. 11 sperm trying to get into the egg. I feel sorry for the goalkeeper. I don't entirely wow. know what that means, to be it's honest. Very, yeah. <laughs> but in any case, Philosophical. That's, that's it. So it is that cliche, man, of yeah. goalkeepers being insane now. Uh, yeah, it's kind of the chicken of the egg. Are goalkeepers insane because the job's insane? Or do you have to be insane to be a goalkeeper? Okay. They are a little bit unhinged. Now, I've got a few reasons why I think it is. 
So we've got, obviously Gareth's going to go into his theory before we give you some examples. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but the type of examples. It was narrowing it down. Not <laughs> We weren't looking for examples. We had to call a few out. Of course. Um, reasons why goalkeepers are mad. Okay, first of all, I don't think it's appreciated enough how awful it is to stand in goal and just get kicked in the head. Like, get the ball hit against you the whole game. Like, that's yeah. your job is to get hit by the ball. That is ple- That hurts. And dive around. And Man, it, it, nothing about it doesn't hurt. No. There's no part of the job that doesn't hurt. Apart from the goal kicks, that's it. It's an awful job. Like, you yeah. remember the old miter? Do you guys get miter balls in England? Yeah. With the dimples on them? Man, you I remember how much they hurt? Yeah, but they were solid. Imagine taking them. I quite enjoyed going in goal, though. Did you? But obviously, not at a professional level when you've got something like Adriano or Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank oh. belting the ball at you. Uh, <laughs> Adriano or Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. 100 kilometers an hour. <laughs> that's the first time I've heard those two put together. <laughs> How dare he take Adriano's name in vain? Anyway, uh, yeah, it's a tough job in that sense. Yeah, I wouldn't yep. fancy it. Um, yeah, and you think of like the four lines of football: so defense, midfield, attack, goalkeeper. It is an important one, and it's the only one yep. where you're on your own. So you're it's responsible like the, for so much. The last line of defense. Yeah, like the fullback in rugby. It's or, awful. Yeah, even in rugby, I feel like the fullback gets a little bit more away with it. You can yeah, cover like, with them. because you can put people into that line. Because also the fullback, like I don't play rugby, but. I guess there's less pressure on him because he's the last line of defence of a huge pitch whereas the goalkeeper has a small goal. Yeah. So there's like less chance of a striker yeah. scoring. So he should be saving it. Or exactly. Like Plus but if yeah. you're a rugby fullback, you're part of a line. You can drop players into that line. Of course, line. yeah. You can't stick two other players in no. goal, unfortunately. Yeah, I just made a note about we'll see this. what tactical innovation I can't be one well, day. But. No, we don't need more goalkeepers <laughs> for the love of all that is good and holy. Um, yeah, I've got a note here about Steve Agrusevich's nose. Have you ever Googled that? You know Steve Agrusevich, the goalkeeper? I'm contrary. Yeah. yeah. His nose is mangled, man, because really? he's been hit so many times in the head with the ball. Check us out afterwards. Yeah. You need to add a picture. In, in, yeah, in we will, team, yeah. yeah. We'll get that in the clip. Uh, our editing team can do that. <laughs> and yeah, diving, we talked about it. It actually is insane when you think about it. I yeah. hated doing it as a kid when I played in goal. I the idea of having to dive, it hurt. Yeah. Man, it was sore. Like you think about it, you're just jumping all over the place. And even if Pretty you much. do a nice one, Commentators will always go to that old thing of like, oh, it's for the cameras. Yeah, Ram- never get appreciated. Ramsdale does it a lot. He does the camera save. But is that a thing? Is it just a good, not just a good, good goalkeeper? I don't know. I think you have to. I think you have to be a goalkeeper to really understand it. Yeah, I don't think they'd be diving around for no reason. They wouldn't like no. je- jeopardize themselves just to dive around. No. Well, you know, being know. a bit mad. Though, yeah, true. Um, yeah. So I said next as well. You know, mistakes look awful. Mistakes look awful yeah. if you're a goalkeeper. If you fuck up as a goalkeeper. It looks terrible. It looks so clumsy and falling apart. The camera goes in on you. Your head's down. In general, guess, it's a very solitary thing. We have to talk about like Carius in that example. In the oh man, they break your heart. The Champions League final just yeah, genuinely too. bad start. It killed his career. Yeah, like that's how fickle it could be. And you think of even all the England goalkeepers over the years. Yeah, Paul Robinson has had a few gaffes. David James is prone to the odd one. Yeah, uh, Rob Green. Joe Hart, Rob Green against America. Oh man, so Touchwood Pickford still flying the flag yeah. strong and not. Yeah, we'll see how we get on. Yeah, but yeah, but it looks bad. Yep, I get you. And then goalkeepers. If you're not the first choice goalkeeper, that's it. You don't play all year. You play. You get your token yep. game as a as a like a reward for being patient, but you don't do anything. Actually, actually, a really interesting point. So, I don't know if you watch ESPN FC. It's a football show. Obviously, it's based in America, but they have a lot of good pundits on I there. I know of them, yeah. Shaka yeah. Hislop's a pundit on there. Oh. And he, they Man. do like a extra time thing when they get questions sent in. And someone asked him, what's it like to be a goalkeeper in a match when your team's dominating? Yeah. And he said he just 
spend the whole game running up and down. But, yeah. And by the end of the game, he ran further than his teammates. <laughs> like, what do you do? You just no. stand there. Yeah. We used to have a kid and go. used to make sandcastles when we played school. Because we used What's to have like, like, because it was always sand like shitty football pitches. You know the way right on the palace, but it was always sand. No, do you have that in England? No. no. Like really old football pitches where you play like BB football. It was always like sand right at the goal mouth. And he just sat sat down, <laughs> put his legs out in front of him, straight out, <laughs> and just built the sand Was he a good goalkeeper? We won most of our games 14 now. Okay. Oh, yeah, you scored. Yeah. Yeah. I, I scored yeah, one goal, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've told that story. <laughs> but yeah, that's the other okay. thing. When you're saying about the goalkeeper not being part of that, um, like the overall gameplay, yeah. like you're dominating, see when, they score, like when your team scores. Your goalkeeper is the only lad that has a celebrate on his own. Yeah. Because he's not going to run up the and, entire and pitch. Alisson did it once. Yeah, okay. I, think, um, I can't remember which game it was uh, when Salah scored against, I think against United maybe uh-huh. I think it was Alisson ran up the pitch but you don't see it often did he get any stick for it? I don't think so don't okay but it's, it's a long run to go up and celebrate yeah. with your mates yeah, like. yeah, yeah. so it's, it's solitary which isn't going to help your your mental your mental state either and then yeah so I think it does lead to a different psychology when you're a goalkeeper, all these weird things going on, man. It just you non- have a completely different training program as well to everyone else. Yeah, like you're, you're not with the other lads. No. You got your own coaches. You got your own no. thing. You're just you're on your I own. I mean, there's like a what people say the goalkeepers union, like mm. they're all super close. They always defend each other. Yeah, even you, you get it because yeah, well, left it up, left it own a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's weird. Yeah, GK union. Yeah, what did I get here? It's the Sorry, this is a very good research in the England B Team podcast, but it was an article called, not an article, a thesis called The Psychological Competencies of the Football Goalkeeper okay. from a guy, a coach of Porto. Mm-hmm. He said, the goalkeeper must understand that the fact that he has to intervene must, gen- must not generate fear in himself or in his own team. He must see his own interventions as part of the development of the game and even look forward to them in order to challenge himself. So basically... That okay. means the goalkeeper has to have that total mental switch. He has to be constantly taking the initiative. Yeah. You can't wait. You can't react to the other team. You have to think, this Proactive. is my goal. I own this. No matter what happens, I'm in charge. And I think mentally as well, that takes a lot of mental strength. Of course. I think goalkeeping, a lot of it is mental. Concentration. You have to be so switched yeah. on when you're doing nothing for a long part. And I think that also leads to a lot of goalkeepers being very confident but also having less regard for the opponents, first of all, and potentially their own teammates as well. They're kind of on their own. <laughs> so I think that all feeds into it. The was coming out clattering everyone. Yeah, yeah. And you think, how did you do that? And you think, well, his mental state for the last 25 minutes hasn't <laughs> been great. Okay, He's been standing in goal, ready to pounce for 25 minutes. His team haven't, the, the other team haven't touched the ball. Yeah, And then that's it. All that just came out. So I think all that solitude combined has these strange psychological effects. Now, mad goalkeepers, we get them everywhere. We all know that. But there is one country that does excel at it, and that is definitely Germany. Yes. German goalkeepers are insane. The country we're fortunate to live in. Yeah. So I feel like we can comment on this. Of course. I mean, I guess on that topic, as well as having mad goalkeepers, Germany has also some of the best goalkeepers. And usually they're both, yeah. England have always struggled to find a good goalkeeper. Was it in the last 20 years, they went from Kahn to Lehmann to... To Adler, to Neuer, to Stegen. Man, the list goes on. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's England. You think England need a mad goalkeeper then? Yeah. You think Jordan Pickford's too seen? He is, he's a bit, he's a bit of a character, but he's not like mad. I think mean, he's just a bit of a lad. Yeah, yeah. He's not like mad. Like, Paul Robinson, fine. Fine like, enough, yeah. Not, I don't think he was that mad. No. Rob Green, definitely not. 
Do you know who he might have been a little bit? David Seaman. But he was yeah. good. David James changed his hair a lot. I think that's just him having a good time. Yeah, David James is a little bit odd. Yeah, I can't think. Nigel Martin sounds like the most boring person in the world. No, he sounds like a solicitor. <laughs> Nigel Martin. Um, I forgot about him. Yeah, I can't think of any mad English goalkeepers. But yeah, Germany. Not many good ones either for that reason. No, it's also true. Maybe it, Maybe goes, it goes hand in hand. Was Peter Shilton mad or was he? I don't he's know. a lunatic. He's a Brexit lunatic. Not oh, so great. So yeah, he lost, yeah. His, he lost his mind. But. We don't talk about politics often in this, but I think at this point it's pretty clear we're not in support of Brexit. No, obviously. <laughs> yeah, that one will get. UK government come after me if they want. So yeah, well, England need maybe a little bit, a little bit more madness in it. Yeah. But Germany definitely has it, and yes. I think it's a mixture of that. There's a couple of things. It's the main sport here, like yeah. the, by far the biggest sport. England, you obviously have cricket, you have rugby, you have Lots even of darts as well, and yeah. all those kind of. Germany, it's massively rugby, or sorry, rugby football. I think the second biggest Handball. sport officially. I think officially it's actually the biathlon. In terms of people that watch it, but you know really? the biathlon I'm talking about, no. the winter biathlon, the one where half of it is skiing and then the second half they take off a rifle, like an automatic How rifle. I only just shoot. heard of this. That yeah, you can okay, Google it. This, that's, this I think, I'm ninety percent sure that's the this. second most popular sport in Germany. It's the biathlon, but the German biathlon, the winter biathlon. I, I think it's, yeah, it's bigger than handball in terms of attendance. Um, biathlon, bi. Ah, okay. That's the accent, but yeah. So first of all, football is massive here. Not yep. like anywhere else. Yeah, that's it there. It's mad. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, they've got that. And Sandwich. German culture, I genuinely think, plays a little bit of a part in this. I think general German football culture, especially, yeah. leads into this because we know, we go to German football matches. We've been to lower division matches. Supporting German matches is insane. Yeah, it's, it's everything. Like, even lower yeah. league. Yeah. Like, what, what lower league games have we been to? Uh, I've been to Victoria Cologne, and I've been to Fortuna. And oh, we went to Victoria, no, so Fortuna, Poison Minster, didn't we? Or was it Fippertal? We I went? think so, yeah. Um, but yeah, I like, saw the support they brought. Fans go for it. They go Fourth for division, it. like they're bringing yeah. huge and ultras and flares and pyros. <laughs> Fireworks like a, as yeah, well. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. the game against Fippertal where they all started dying on their keys? Yes. Because apparently the Vipertal had like a homeless problem at the time. So, so all the that, Fortuna that Cologne you, uh, fans had <laughs> dang on their keys. An insight of, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's fourth culture. division. I mean, it's great football. fan culture. And it is. I mean, there's also a lot of respect. Oh, hugely, of yeah. Of course, but then, yeah, maybe it's kind of where the, the goalkeepers come from. Because I think, like, Germans are so, you know what German society is like? There's a lot of rules, a lot of regulations, yeah. a lot of respect for community, etc., etc. I think football matches are one of the best where it comes out. Outlook, yeah. And it's the only sport. It's the only big sport, yeah. so it all comes out in football. I mean, I think you also have to be mad to do the biathlon, maybe. That, yeah. And well. also, in handball, you used to have goalkeepers. So True. It's just the... I think, yeah, the goalkeeper thing yeah. is one part of it, and then the yeah. German part feeds into it. And that's yeah. why German goalkeepers, I think, from my opinion, are slightly madder than the rest. Maybe not including certain parts of South America, but then you have the same issue. You yeah. know, certain parts of South America, football. the football is massive. Yeah. It's a massive outlet for them. And then you have to remember, as a goalkeeper, for half the match at least, you could be standing in front of the away fans okay. on your own, just getting abuse <laughs> that yeah, the whole game. And those fans are mad. So you think you put all that together and you get the German, the crazy German goalkeeper. Now, and examples. Do you want to take? How many have you got? Have you got some prepared? I have a, a, a well, I have one main one because I think I want to hear you, this one actually because it's a all great right, let's, one. Let's start with my one. So please, yeah. I don't think it's mad in the, the conventional sense, but uh, I want to talk about Bert Troutman. This is a great story. Um, 
Yeah, I think a lot of, lot of you listeners might already know this story. I so didn't it's know about this, this goalkeeper in the German goalkeeper week. in the fifties. Yeah, he fought in World War Two, and then eventually was captured by the Allies. And I know he was captured in England, but he was working in a camp in England after World War Two. Uh, I think near Liverpool. And then there's also a film adaptation of this of this story yeah? as well. Like a modern film, or yeah, it's fairly modern. Yeah, oh. in the last ten years or so. Oh really? Oh yeah, wow. Okay. I think so, and yeah, like he was playing. Um, football in his prisoner of war camp as a goalkeeper and everyone was like shit this guy's good yeah and yeah I think it was like a greengrocer or something in the area of St. Helens in Liverpool oh, like, he also was a manager of a football team and he saw him and was like okay I want you to come train with us okay of course huge opposition to this because he yeah. was yeah fighting in World yeah. War 2 on the other side we won't yeah. say any, any names in the well, cancellation yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah we can't say that word yeah because but, the algorithm will get us yes but of course I think you know what I'm talking about um, and yeah they signed him and he stayed there of course lots of protests but he turned out to be an amazing goalkeeper eventually signed by Man City again are. yeah shitloads of protests like we're not gonna what they decide boycotting matches yeah until they realize he's a very good goalkeeper and as well. <laughs> yeah. um but i think yeah the mad part comes in so it's fa cup final in 1956 this is wild i think yeah. 17 minutes in he goes to collect the ball in the air and he gets kneed in the neck <laughs> and yeah i think his neck was a bit out of place but he kept playing he played the whole 90 minutes of course there was no subs back then yeah true so it would have been playing a goalkeeper or, yeah, yeah one of the so lads would have had the went nuts played the whole yeah, 90 minutes with a crooked neck, won the game actually, and then they found out after the game that his neck was broken. That's insane. I think only a German goalkeeper could do that. So it was his That's insane. To play an entire with game neck. with a broken neck. And I think he said he broke like three vertebrae, <sighs> came out of place, and he only, yeah, didn't lose his life because one was kind of keeping a very vital one in place. Crazy story. That's the thing, you'd be lucky not to die. Yeah, yeah. that's insane. And then he was obviously out for some time and he came back and played again. I'm not sure if Man City um, was his last club. Um, but yeah, this was in the 50s. So um, That's a great example yeah. of a match. Never played for Germany because I think it was political reasons he had to be in the country to play for Germany. Oh, yeah. Because it would have been West Germany at the time. Yeah, oh, yeah of course. Um, but yeah, it's a crazy story. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's a good way to introduce some examples. Even that, I didn't know that one. You told me that on Saturday night, I yeah. think, for the first time we were in the pub and I was like, oh man. That's a belter. That's a yeah. really good one. It's a good way to start it because this, so it's, all, it's all downhill from yes, here. Yes, let's see um, what else you've got for us. Well, first one I'm going to go to, the one that came into my head straight away is Jens Lehmann. Okay. Now, Lehmann, go ahead, what are you going to say? Controversial character. <laughs> well, we shouldn't maybe, we're not going to mention it too much, but we no. should talk about the slight scandal that's going on around him politically at the minute. Now as well? Well, recently. Ah, okay. I thought um, it was like, I saw like two other things in the last like 10 years as well. Yeah, I'm talking that kind of time. Ah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, because I don't think a lot of people in the English speaking world are aware of it. Okay. But, yeah, I don't think so. Homophobia, racism, racism, yeah. A couple of things. I think the racism one, I should have researched this, but it wasn't in a message he had sent into a group chat with other... Of a, a, a pundit. Yeah, like Dennis that's it. Iogo? He's yes. played for Hamburg. That's right, yeah. That's it. And yeah. Yeah, so that wasn't great. No. So we're no, not. No, no, when no, I talk no. about crazy German goalkeepers, we're not bringing those kind of stories into it. No. That's. So of course we have to. You have to. We have to acknowledge it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not good. Because I don't want you guys thinking, oh, crazy, it's funny that he's homophobic. It's, it's not. not. No. <laughs> we don't. Yeah, we're not into that at all. But no. put all that aside, there was some very funny, crazy things he did. I've got such a list here, so I'm going to just fire through a lot of them. Um, the most recent one, by the way, is probably my favourite, which a lot of people outside of Germany don't know. This is happening now. The last update to this was like a week ago. 
So his neighbour, who's 91 years old, Jens Lehmann, was complaining that his tree from his neighbour's garden, growing in his neighbour's garden, grew over the fence and blocked Lehmann's view of a river out his okay. back window. Now, instead of going and asking his neighbour, could he potentially consider removing the tree yep. or moving it? He went out with his own chainsaw and just chopped the tree down. The whole tree? Yeah. Okay. Took the whole tree down. <laughs> just went in and took the whole tree down. Then what happened was they've had a whole scandal about it, a whole feud, police were called, the wow. media have been out. You can see this old fellow getting interviewed, it's brilliant. And then last week, the latest scandal is the old guy's internet is out. So he called someone out to have a look at it and the actual wire that goes underneath the house has been cut very cleanly. So someone has went out with scissors and he swear. Now I have I to say, who. he accuses Layman of doing it. There's been no proof yet that Jens no. did it. So we'll not, well, I don't want to get sued for libel by Jens Layman in this podcast. Is he? Oh, I can't remember. Where's he from? Where he's from? You have to Google that one. Yeah, though. sorry. I think he's Stuttgart direction, but I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, he played for Stuttgart, didn't he? Yeah, because he lived in a wee village down there for a long time. So yeah, that's the latest Essen. one. Essen. Oh, was he Essen? Yeah. Did he play for Rogue Vice Essen? No, no started at Schalke. AC Milan? Yeah, might be not, it wasn't great at Milan. So, so he went back to Arsenal in 2011. One game. I didn't even remember he went back to Arsenal. Yeah. Was he a coach or something as well? Like Arsenal, like part coach, part Yeah, player. six years after he retired. Yeah. Hmm. Scored two goals for Schalke. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I hope I didn't spoil your story then. No, you didn't know. Okay. There's no story here. We're just going to continue just going through Just keep going through, through the uh, examples. Ones I didn't know, Romanian champions Urcicheni. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Okay. I think this might have been when he played for Milan, actually. He pissed behind an advertising board during a Champions League game. He went and jumped over behind the board and whizzed all over it. There's a video of that. So if you want to enjoy that. I didn't know during, that one. During the match? Yeah, during okay. the match. Um, yeah, he once, in his first period for Schalke conceded three goals against Bayer Leverkusen of okay. all people and got subbed off at the first half he was that bad and at half time he was so angry he took the tram home didn't wait for his teammates just went and took the tram home on his own because he played so shite uh, wow. later on with Schalke he got a red card for pulling Timo Lange's hair when they lost against Hansa Rostock okay then we're moving up to the Arsenal Bayern or Arsenal era against Bayern Munich in 2005. Lehmann was found guilty of a delib- deliberate pestering act that displayed a striking lack of respect towards the referee when he threw water over the referee and assistant not once but twice. Wow. <laughs> Man, he's so good. There was another game when he was back in Germany where Sally Jovic lost a boot during the game. So his boot came off and he couldn't find it. Lehmann found it and threw it on top of the net so he couldn't reach it to get it down. Um, he used to commute to Stuttgart training when he went to Stuttgart. I think he was at Stuttgart at the end as well. Did he go back to Stuttgart? I haven't looked that up, but he lived in this tiny little village near the training ground okay. and he commuted in his own helicopter. <laughs> so he set up a helipad in his own garden in a quiet, beautiful town yeah. and took a helicopter every day to training. And yeah, he was accused of breaking noise pollution laws and violating flight path rules <laughs> while in Stuttgart. Matt Jens wow, lost yeah, that's I, a good one I remember him against uh, at Chelsea him and Drogba had like a scrap that bumped right. each other's chests yeah, and yeah. Lehman went down diving yeah I wouldn't fight Jens Lehman yeah, I, I would I would when he was playing though in, in, in England I don't remember too much drama no I think a lot of this seemed to happen when he was back at Stuttgart or in yeah. Germany you don't want to be calmed down in England or not I don't think it's the right way to say it yeah he was known for having a temper as well. he obviously got sent off in the Champions League final as well True. Against Barcelona. Maybe so he felt a bit more comfortable in his home country to do these Maybe, these yeah. Things. Maybe, um, yeah. 
But yes, yeah, I think your next example was probably the OG. There's the, the one. I see him and for I have second. to admit, sorry, don't give you a clue, but I remember when I was a kid, I was scared of him. If I saw <laughs> him on TV, I was scared. Man, I think you weren't the only one. Yeah. I think it's whole so, teammates. Who is it? Oliver Kahn. He's the original madman. He's the original <laughs> in seeing. Now, to be fair, Jens Lehmann, by the way, outstanding goalkeeper. Yeah, if it wasn't for Oliver Kahn playing at the same time, he probably would have been Germany's number one. Yeah, he still plays sixty odd games. Yeah, so I guess which is impressive. Kahn retired and then um, it's mostly after like mid two thousands. Yeah, I guess. yeah, yeah. I suppose Kahn was still knocking up until yeah mid two thousands. Kahn was an undeniably superb yeah. goalkeeper, one of the greats the of the game. Very close and also similarly mad. No, yeah. I think actually Kahn Neuer's got Neuer's got a bit of catching up if he's going to be as crazy as Oliver Kahn is. But I think mean, Neuer is the better goalkeeper. Ah, different generations. Yeah. You know, Neuer plays football, I suppose, while generations ago. Do you have Neuer as an example as well? I didn't put too much in about Neuer. I had some things at the end. Yeah. I can remember, yeah. So, anyway, Khan, he did once, and this is one of my favourites, he got caught speeding three times in one day in two different countries. <laughs> he crossed the border, I think it was into Holland, and then got caught speeding again. Three <laughs> times in one day in two different countries. He uh, well, missed his own side's title celebrations because he was listening to his Walkman that was back with Bayern Munich. Okay. Uh, this one's this one's a little bit more controversial. So again, I don't want to say this is funny and crazy, but okay. it is one of the big things I have to mention, yeah, especially yeah. if people are German here. He um, he cheated on his wife for a 21-year-old barmaid when his wife was very pregnant. He was about wow. eight months pregnant and he left her for a 21-year-old barmaid. <laughs> And it was a huge scandal in Germany. Massive political scandal. It was all over all the papers. Um, so it is worth... Yeah. Um, this one here, man, May 2003, tries to punch the ball into the net. So he goes up for a corner for Bayern Munich. Um, last minute, throw the goalkeeper off, go for <laughs> yeah. it. And he try, He does like a, a hand of God, essentially. Much more blatant. But he just gets a red card and the goal gets disallowed. <laughs> did, did he have a school? I don't think no. so. The video of him punching the ball in the net is unbelievable because he just blatantly punches it, starts celebrating, they go, obviously not. You're getting a red card that goes disallowed. <laughs> you can't just punch the ball into the net. After that, he did admit in an interview with a German TV show that something is not right with me. Okay. Then, uh, probably our favourite story, we talked about this the other night as well in the pub, uh, Bild, who I don't promote in this podcast at all. Bild, by the way, the German newspaper, is trash. Is it, but... like, is it like the sun? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't promote Bild at all. But they did break this news and it was later confirmed he went to a charity thing with a load of kids from a German Children's uh, Hospital. Roles, yeah. So yeah, there were nine, ten. It was in Munich and they went down and all the kids took penalties against Cannes and every penalty that got scored, 10,000 pounds or 10,000 euro was donated to charity and he saved every single one of them. <laughs> and he just submitted afterwards, I can't lose. So wow. he saved every single one of them. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Um, what else? Oh, that's that's pretty much most of the stuff I've got on Can. To be fair, yeah, I'm sure there's a few the, more. That's there. some very, very good stuff. Yeah, I mean, my main thing for Can. Apart night. from being terrifying as well. Yeah, he was terrifying. Like the screaming. He screamed at yeah. players. He screamed at yeah. them. Was not shy of getting in a fight must either. Must be a, a YouTube video called Oliver Can Angry Compilations and like. Oh that. man, that's that's what I'm doing tonight anyway. <laughs> so the last few goalkeepers I've got. Just a couple of small bits to mention okay. for each one. They're not as big. Obviously, Leitman and Jan sorry, are the big ones. Yep. Hans-Jörg Butt. I wouldn't say crazy, to be fair. But I mean, if he scored not goals. Not totally there. Yeah. 32 goals he scored. That's a good record. In 429 appearances. Now, the one I'm putting in here is because Hans-Jörg Butt did play for Leverkusen. He yep. went on to Bayern Munich just after Kahn left, actually, I think, was when he went to Bayern. 
he was very loved at Leverkusen. He was knocking about in the 2002 team. Mm-hmm. But in 2004, he scored a penalty as he took the penalty. He scored a penalty for Leverkusen against Schalke. The video's online. It's so yeah, funny. It's really good. He spends so long celebrating that Schalke like, scored. Giving everyone high fives. <laughs> so he's off. It's all his team are in the own ha- their own half. Schalke kick off and he's still celebrating. And then he realises that it's kicked off. And by that point, it's too late. So he's still high five and half the lads. And they're like, get the fuck back into the net. And the ball goes straight in. <laughs> and that was it. typical Hans-Jörg Butt. Yes. Never even thought about it. Um, funny story, just to mention, Sepp Meyer, actually a really good goalkeeper, played number one for Germany for a long time, but he was Munich's keeper in the 1980s. Once, there's a video of this as well, a duck uh, got on the pitch and he tried to catch it by diving theatrically after it and missed. Okay. <laughs> and nice. hit the at, least, at least he tried. And then Harold Schumacher, I will mention as well, I think he played for Cologne too. Okay. I'd say Cologne, Harold Schumacher. But great hair, first of all. Okay, great good. big uh, afro on him. 1982 World Cup in oh, match good, against good trim. Yeah. France. He goes out to collect the ball, clatters into Patrick Batistone and sends him straight into a coma on the pitch. Hit him that hard. And when you watch it, there's a bit of venom in it. Like, Wow. He's kind of going for the ball. He's not really. At uh, the World Cup. Straight. Yeah. 1982. He puts him straight into a coma. It was. It is rough. To be fair, you can see the video of it. It is wild. Was that was he, for was West he, Germany. Was he okay time. in the end? I think Batistone was. He lost a couple of teeth from what I remember. But uh, A French newspaper poll asked which was the least popular man in France. Yes. Schumacher beat someone else to second place yeah well you can think of unpopular Germans in France yes. who invaded half the country and who's, yes. and this was our AH we can leave you at that um, um, yeah so yeah and the last one I have because he's one of my favourites now okay. again we're going to have to talk about politics here we don't support his political I views. think this is, this is the thing with these goalkeepers also so many controversial things they tend to go a bit right wingy as well yeah you know, so Tim Visa is he a half day supporter was he he did the not no he was involved in some like far right he got photos with a guy who's I think a, like a Werder Bremen fan who's also a leader of a far right group okay he came out tonight so he didn't know this okay so there was so, just, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a controversy around yeah, him that yeah. the AFD for anyone who don't know is the uh, what's the alternative for Deutschland it's yeah. the far right political party don't really here have in the, we don't really have far right parties in the UK not extremely well the Tories are well, on the way <laughs> but we're talking like we're talking like the God, this episode BNP. this episode is golden but getting cancelled <laughs> <laughs> we're I not going to get cancelled no, just don't if you don't like our politics then. by the way what do we think of Joey Barton no we're not <laughs> I'd love to. I'm doing an episode on Joey Barton I'm, I'm staying away way. from him oh I'm honey what's he going to do come after no, me no I mean I don't want to give him the time of day was... no to be fair he's a rat um, anyway Tim Visa yeah. so it's not too bad not I'm saying too bad but the political scandal's not proven yeah. so we don't yeah. we're not going to comment too much on that but, but he did have a couple of good moments so Tim Visa played for Werder Bremen really good goalkeeper to yeah. be fair really solid keeper Sort of 90s, 2000s, knocking about. Yeah. Quite recent. He had a bit of a habit of kicking people in the head. True, he did. Now, that's happened a few times where he's went out to get the ball. Maybe that kind of makes sense for what his future career was. Well, exactly. So, I said here, the kicks that he did that I've seen, almost martial art-like. Because he genuinely, like, there's going out to collect the ball against a striker, and then there's just kicking them in the head. Yep. So, he jumps up to the level where his feet are at the striker's head, and just kicks them. That happened at least twice. Where I think it's deliberate. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. If you're watching, you know what you did. So he did that. And then after that, his career took a bit of a turn. 
and he actually ended up becoming a professional wrestler. And he did mm. wrestle in the WWE, WWE in did. one match Crazy. in a six-person tag where he was with Sheamus and Cesaro against Bo Dallas, Epico and Primo. There you are. You've seen the video. I saw video? a bit of it. Yeah, it looks all right. To be yeah, fair, he nice. did a bit of amateur wrestling in Germany okay. as well. Does it like well professional wrestling, but, but you know, he was unpaid. Huge, wasn't he? He got end. to be a big boy. And then a few times I've been watching German TV shows to learn the language, and Tim Visa's on every German TV show going. Man, you name it, Tim Visa's done it. He so did. If he can get any he kind of Fortuna clone as well. He did. Yeah. Oh, he's from Burgers Gladbach. Oh, is he from Gladbach as well? No, Burgers. Like, yeah. Like in, in but Burgers Gladbach. Yeah. yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I was from Belgium. Ah, he's youth, youth club at Leverkusen. Ten years. He was, yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting. Six but he never played for Leverkusen. No, no, no. So he was a. Yeah, he's a bit of a mad one. Kajer Slaughter and Bremen. Oh, he came out of retirement in 2017. Oh, seriously? Played a game. For SSV Dillingen. Yeah. Don't know where that is. In the eighth tier. In the Kaisliga Schwaben Nord. Oh my god. Okay, there we that go. That suits Tim Visa down to the yeah. ground to go to the Kaisliga. I haven't got a Wikipedia page, but yeah, there you are. A character. So that's the ones I've got. You do you want to? Do you have anything to say about Manuel Neuer? I mean, I think Neuer's things are mostly on the pitch. I mean, apart from the fact he broke his leg skiing, man, which and then kind of nearly derailed their title. See, when it comes to race. like Neuer breaking his leg skiing, we because I've been living in Germany so long, I'm surrounded by German football so long, I didn't blink at it. It didn't seem but, weird to me because that is just what you expect a German goalkeeper to do. Yeah. I think a lot of people in Germany are just like, that is typical. Anywhere else, you're like, man, like, come on. Yeah. You shouldn't be going skiing. Okay, you should be just taking a break. Yeah. But, and he probably broke it bad. Yeah. Should have signed your man Jan Zummer to replace him for a while, didn't he? <laughs> True, yeah. And that ruined his career but as yeah, well. Yeah, he was just obviously, I mean, he's still playing now, but I mean, taking a penalty in the Champions League final. Yeah. Scoring it but losing, of course. True. But true. and then like coming out of gold, is that famous one where he diving header and then Stankovic into a land volleys it in from it's halfway line. Great man. Like great. Just unbelievable footballer. Great player, but yeah. again, yeah, it it just goes to prove. I don't see many other. Mad. I can't remember a time an English goalkeeper dived out and headed it. And you couldn't get away with it. And I think this whole thing yeah. of the German goalkeepers became such a trope in Germany. They have like the German people kind of love it. They're unique. Like, they want yeah. to do it. They want to play up to it's it. It's like their camera saves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going mad. Yeah. Like, at least at Leverkusen, I'm quite thankful this year, as a goalkeeper, we haven't got a German goalkeeper. Because that would be the liability it's that we need to derail our title hopes. Lukas Radetzky <laughs> is a nice, good, level-headed yeah. Finnish man. Yes. If we had a German a in there, God only knows what would have happened. So, yeah, that's yeah. it. I've got no one else to mention. No, but... Sure there is more. I'm sure there's more like if you think of a German goalkeeper you can go look them up and they've done something insane which I think is a reflection not only of goalkeepers but of Germany in general <laughs> so we, we, do, we do love the country we do oh here man we do. the romance it. of it the stories the stories Dude, that's a lot of... <laughs> cut that happened in the last episode as well for fuck's sake we're we, still we, recording we can cut that somewhere we'll no, leave that in no we'll leave that in <laughs> It was towards the end, so it's okay. I'm really sorry to the audio listeners on that one because they, they can see the spike in the levels here. Oh, man. I, think I, I shit myself as well. But man. we're back. Yeah, we're, we are we're, back. We have a literal bang. Well, f- oh, that's nice. That's nice. All right. Uh, so, then. yeah, we get out of here. We'll record a couple more podcasts. Couple yes. More episodes now. But yeah, good to and be then. back. Oh, yeah, and don't forget, obviously, hit us up in the socials. Yeah. Get in touch with us. We're Let getting us close to 1,000 followers on Instagram. I would do something special for that. Yeah. That is wild. 1,000 followers yeah. I'm insane about. And then I just have 800 on TikTok. Have we mentioned on this podcast about getting recognised? Did we do that on 
the Patini podcast? Or was it, did we mention it here in our own? I think you mentioned it here. Did we? Because it happened twice. We've been recognised twice. I was recognised twice, but the second time I was recognised, you weren't there, but they recognised ah, you were. Ah, true, it lived. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So people are yeah, stopping us famous. Yeah. And so with your help, you can make us more famous. Yeah. So, like, like it, share it as well. Tell your mates about it. Do all that stuff. The tell more your family. you guys get involved in it, the more episodes we can make. Tell your, your colleagues. Tell your boss. Tell your favourite chairman. And that's it. So, we're going to make another episode. Anything else to say? No. Alright, well, thank Feeling you very much, guys. And, yeah. I'll be there then. I'll be there then. Cheers.